Lauren, did you know that in order to stand out from the crowd, both personally and professionally, it is essential to have a strong brand with purpose? You know, Michelle, I actually did know that. And I'm pretty sure I'm the one that, that told you how important branding is. Yeah, now that you mentioned it, I think you're right. A personal brand is what makes you unique and the reason people will remember you. It gives you that edge, but sometimes we need a little help honing that personal and professional brand. Which is why we are so excited to share the perfect guidebook to assist anyone who's looking to create a vibrant personal or professional brand with purpose. It's called Find Your Clear Vision by Lisa Gio. Lisa has taken her 20 years of brand strategy expertise and mindset coaching to help you, dear listener, Find your own clear vision so that you can share it with the world. It literally is a roadmap to help you find your clear vision, teach you how to show up as a visionary within your own personal and professional brand, and build your inner platform. If you are looking to reinvent yourself, build a business, or both, but simply don't know where to start, then start by grabbing yourself a copy of Find Your Clear Vision by Lisa Gio. And it is available on Amazon. Simply search Find Your Clear Vision, and when the bright colored beauty appears, put it in your cart and click purchase. No, Michelle, speaking of branding, I am obsessed with her book's vibe and cover. Same, Lauren. And to you, dear listener, enjoy your journey to finding your own clear vision. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm Lauren. And I'm Michelle. And we're so excited you stopped by for a visit. Come on in. Yeah, make yourself at home. We're two Midwestern sisters who love a good old-fashioned conversation and enjoy sharing our life experiences with one another and you. Consider this your one-stop shop for cozy, mindful well-being, along with some entertainment and lots of wheezy laughing. Oh, you bet there'll be a lot of that going around. (laughs) Our goal is to live our coziest life and inspire you to do the same because the truth is we think it's good for your mind and your body. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, let's get cozy. Hi there, hello there, and welcome to Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project, the coziest podcast in all, all the land. land. I'm Lauren. And I'm Michelle. And I am and we're here. cozy yeah, as you fuck. Are. Okay, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm getting well, hyper. I don't know what's happening. I like it. I like it's it. Just... So we're here, Michelle's Cozy AF, and we're happy you're here. And we are here to hopefully entertain you, inform you, have you laughing a little bit and moseying on your merry day. Um, to kick things off, we want to have you save a date for this. This one goes out to all the locals. June 22nd, Michelle and I, the sister project, will be at Vintage Charm in LaGrange. And we've done a ton of Vintage Charm events. We love doing them. We do shopping events with them. But this one is going to be very, very, very different. This is going to be a cozy conversation mm-hmm. with the sister project. And we're going to talk about some things that we shared with you guys about two weeks ago about the art of slowing down, finding time for yourself. In fact, just coming to this event will be the start of you're doing ready, that. It's going to be like checking the box. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, it's going to be fun. I'm working on swag bags. We're going to get some spritzes. We're going to have some bites. And it'll be about a 30 to 40 minute conversation. Um, you'll be seated or standing. We'll all be there together. And then we'll open it up to shopping. Yep. We'll have our candles with us. Um, so definitely just mark your calendars. There will be more info to come on that. Speaking of candles, all of our candles, all four seasons are available at the sisterprojectblog.com. Go to our shop in the left-hand corner and go with whatever your vibe is telling you. Totally. I'm all about Soleil right now. Like I just finished my fresh candle, which is the Gardenia Lemon and Lilac. 
But after I did Cajun shrimp on my nails, I'm like, give me all the coconut and the mango and the orange blossom. What is your, what are you burning at the moment? Well, Lauren, I have to, uh, I have to come through on something. Uh, I walked into Mia's room and she, she uh, steal our candles, isn't she? Uh, she was burning a harvest and <laughs> she, I love that she just snuck down into well, the inventory. She cleared, she did, she said, do I get a candle for a bonus? For helping because she and I was, said, yes. And I said, you do. And okay. I was surprised that now she came upstairs with harvest. And, but I also was like, How? you're, you're one of us because you, you are a true masterella. You worship Fall, fall and you don't care what time of year it is she lights it in her room when she reads and i, I walked her. in there and God. i'm like you know what i don't What's hate it then? i don't hate it you know someone who came to our event i forget who it is if you're listening you know who i'm talking about it will be you and she was like this was it victoria someone said this is hands down the best smelling fall scent she compared it to nest the nest fall that is like a high compliment candle. Oh, I was like, give me your feet. I will kiss them. 100%. I truly, I appreciate that. And I, I, I tend to agree that, that harvest is mind blowing. It is the best smelling autumn candle. And I'll tell you what, when I'm on TikTok, I do follow my October fall aesthetics and I feel it to my core. core. 100%. Like when one of those fall ones or even Christmas ones, but the fall ones come up, I feel my body like there's like a react to it. I'm like, I'm bubbling up alive with autumn. Yeah. And I, if I was on TikTok more, I would feel the same way, but I totally feel your bubbling up yes. through oh, that. You know, I do. Because you know what I'm talking totally, about. Totally. Totally. All right, you guys, we are covering this scandal. Tell us, do you think it's okay if your single friend sleeps over while your partner's alone at home? Also, what are you doing for Mother's Day if you're a mom or have a mom? And if you have a dead mom like us, we feel you and we send our condolences. Or if you're trying to become a mom, we've both been there. Yeah, yeah. No Take it, Be kind to yourself. Be kind yeah, to yourself. Yeah, be kind. Do your thing. Find your cozy. All right, you guys, we've got a jam-packed episode for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. And lights, camera. Oh, it says we cannot access your video. It will in a second. Okay, great. We just have to wait for a minute or two. Now that I'm bleeding because I picked a scab, a doobie doobie. Oh, what scab did you pick? Just a scab on my arm. Oh, hey. <laughs> no, picking scabs is gross. Well, it's something that I do sometimes. I've never been a picker like that. When I used to be a soccer player as a little younger kid and we'd be playing soccer and then we'd, it would be the season of the mosquitoes and I'd get mauled and I would just be like bullet hole Betty, just picking those that things. That is so <laughs> gross. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not good with open wounds because I'm, see, I'm the type of person that's like open wound makes room for infection. Well, and here's so me. God forbid I like jump in a river and I get that like body flesh eating, uh, you know, bacteria and I die from a river jump. Yeah. I don't know. I think I I've nuts. got like this like magical blood. I mean, I've really steered clear of some stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know what it is. It's definitely a symptom of my ADHD for sure. The picking is yes, right. 100%. What, what is it? Like, what is the, do we know? Body picking. I don't know. It's in like an anxious side symptom and it's like an OCD situation. It's like, I can't the stop. O- I can't stop until I've got it all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't so have gross. that problem. Though. I'm sorry. The, the problem I have is that once in a while desire to rip off my pinky toenail or Honestly, that's gross. There is too. there is such a 
It's a release, strong sense of satisfaction and release. Like when I feel it like peeling off and it's too short, but it's like not going to bleed, but it's going to like be at the skin where the skin and the nail meet. Oh yeah. And it hurts so good. That is. And then I get so annoyed though, because my toes and nails are always done, but then like randomly I will ruin a pedicure and then like, but now I've got to go and make time to go get this repaired. I I totally feel you in my ass. There, I hate when I get find myself lying in bed making a pile next to my bed of a pile the- of toenails. <laughs> Skin, toenails, scabs, gross. You guys listen, so gross. Speaking of nails, it is officially OPI Cajun shrimp season. It is. And I just want to put that out there because it is one of the best summertime, late springtime hues. I don't think it's one of the best. I think it is the best. It is the best. I agree. It's like the best. The best. Nothing looks better. Everybody. Yep. I get it every time. My um, nail girl, you know, I walk in and she knows I'm either wearing... What's her name again? Wahanda? No, no. I'm not going to say her name because I don't... (laughs) (laughs) Her name is not Wakanda. I don't know why you're confusing her. Because there's... I I know it's... It's tricky. It's tricky and it's for me to know and you to find (laughs) (laughs) And she knows that I'm ding, ding, ding. And she knows that I'm either wearing a black polish... I'm going baby nail or I'm going Cajun shrimp. When you say baby or, nail, that means just nude. Nude, yes. It's like yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, I love her. Yep. Um, Michelle, you're, so last night Michelle posted a video on our Instagram of two bunnies hopping. It was a bunny hop. It was a bunny and hop. It was one of the most popular, received, um, engaging posts I've uh, ever posted to date. Woke up this morning and I was like, Wow. People who so have that- never messaged us before on Instagram. <laughs> like, I got to go into the folder where you've got to, like, allow people to message you. I'm seeing messages from complete strangers. Totally. It really, they people loved it. It was one of the most heartwarming, adorable moments in nature that I've experienced. And this is how it happened. Lauren is like, Lauren. I called Mia I'm Lauren. I know. I not there. You knew. You knew. I, did you know who I saw? I call Mia Lauren <laughs> and she answers now. She just comes yeah, down. Yeah, doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> Mia's like, you got to come outside and see this. So she saw so it first. So she saw it first. And I, we go sit out there and now the whole family is behind watching this and they are totally, they are, I, I at first was like, these guys are totally, I thought right away, I'm like, they're dating. This is, this is the foreplay for sure. And then, for sure. and then later we did a little research, you check, and that is in fact one of the ways, but they were literally hopping over each other and amazed. Definitely one had a higher hop. There was definitely well, a more dominant. There's something about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, it, and it went on for a long time, but now I'll tell you this, we have had a rabbit. One of those two rabbits has been, has appeared in our yard since our mom died. So we kind of have joked, Ryan, myself, that that, well, or has become our, what do witches call a familiar? I was like, is this a familiar? Is this our familiar? Do we have? Why not? And uh, it didn't really hit because it seems so domesticated. It like never left when we came out. We've gotten really close to it. Maybe that's why it's your familiar. So weird. But now the familiar has got another familiar. Okay, so here's the deal. It isn't, there's a few reasons, but let's just go with this one. It is a mating ritual. Rabbits often jump over each other as a part of their mating ritual. Males will jump over females to see if they are interested in courting them. If the female jumps high enough, it indicates that she is also interested in the male. Totally. And what, from what I observed yesterday, we had a male counterpart and we had an interested female. 
And of course, our um, our friend Hillary, who's like Snow White, mm-hmm. knew exactly. And she's she, like, they're mating because she literally is one with the nature. As she wrote in in that moment, she had actually seven different types species of birds sitting <laughs> upon her arm, feeding on seed. So funny. <laughs> now that makes me think of like the lady from Home Alone too. Yeah, the lady no, from Central Park. No. That's not what <laughs> That's we're not thinking what we're going here for. Here. No, no. Um, I have to tell you something that I've been seeing a lot of lately, and I I noticed it like a year ago, and now that you know we're out of like living in a hole, like you're just seeing so much more mm-hmm. now. You're just seeing what people are doing and wearing, and I've been seeing men, young guys, like I feel like kind of like hipster, like twenties, one dangly earring. Oh, so just the one dangly earring. Yeah, now now the the earring is. I I don't mind you know earrings on men. Actually, Craig, my favorite, one of my favorite um, news broadcasters on the Today Show. Yeah. You see Craig, he's got, he often rocks like a, like a, a diamond yes, stud. In one, one, just ear. one ear. Just one. Bringing it back And I don't school. know the significance, but remember like, I feel like back in the nineties, it was like, if a man had a left or right, I don't remember which one it was. Like, one of the ways was um, signifying if you were he was gay. gay. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But that, I don't, I think that's kind of gone Passé? dormant. No, I don't, the- I don't, I no, I just don't think that that's how people are. I think now it's just, it's back as like a trend because listen, don't you remember like when Aunt Mary and Uncle Ben yeah. wore one dangly earring? Oh, you mean when fact- they started the trend? <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones that have started it and have maintained it. I think they would buy like an earring set and, and each one of them would wear one. And I love Well, because idea. you know Uncle Ben and Mary, first of all, they're A, the coolest people on the planet. And, so and cool. two, we're probably like, this is our cool hippie version of a best friend split split necklace. Yes. You yes. know, like that's like how they like yeah. showed their like love for one another. Love them. I love them and I love this thing. Uh, will you do that? Will you do that? Well, in fact, you know, I had my moon, I have a moon stud. So it's like a gold stud. My friend Trisha gave it to me. Thanks, Trisha. There, it's a set. It's a pair. And then I had this dangling earring that I was going to wear the other day. And I was taking one out to just put one in the stud. I was putting a dangling while the other stud was still in. I was like, oh, I kind of like Yeah, that. that's super cool. I'm down. I fully support Maggie this. always, yeah, Maggie always um, mixes up her earrings. She'll wear like different colored of, of the same. Yeah, she rocks some cool shit. Now, what this did though, every time I see like a guy wearing a one dangly earring, it brings me back to Ion Design from Hinsdale. Yep. Fond, fond memories. And, and I just want to- Of selling pretzels at Timber Trails to take my cash over there and get some stuff. Exactly. And I know that our locals that are tuning in, they are going to like close their eyes and be like, oh my God, Ion Design. I forgot about Ion Design. Ion Design was this cool little like jewelry store in this upstairs storefront in a town called Hinsdale. You'd walk upstairs. This is like in the mid, early mid 90s. Yeah. And you'd go up there and you can make shit. They had stuff. I felt like there was a lot of African wall art. And then there was a lot of silver jewelry, mm-hmm. a lot of beads. A lot of turquoise. Of a lot, lot of turquoise. turquoise. And then there was this lady like named what was Elvira. Her name? What, what was, was her, her name? name? What was Someone her name? Someone would call, and it wasn't Elvira, but it was Loche something like that. Loche, Loche will know. Loche will know. Um, okay. So speaking of family members, it's Mother's Day coming up. And I know this will come out in like, you know, a week's time afterwards, but Michelle, I'm loving all of the reels on TikTok and <laughs> I'm not and, saying what is, what is, what, oh my God, the reels are fun. It's so fun. They're like, what I don't want for Mother's Day. And it's like a basket full of like bathing product, you know, like it's like bubble bath. They don't it's want like, it. I don't, no, I don't want a shirt that says I'm a mom on it. I know I'm a mom. <laughs> like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, Are I know. It? Yeah. <laughs> I am. I'm taken by that new singing voice. Are you going to oh. bring that to every episode? <laughs> 
Yeah, I am. I think I'm going to. I um, I tell you what I don't want is that crap. I my kids ask me what I want, and I want time. Yeah, what do you tell them? I want time. All I want is your time. And every year, and they're like, Mia gets mad because she's like, I think this year she finally got it. I'm like, I don't want anything. I want you guys to spend time with me and plant our garden and just let's be together and like hang out and just chill out. And hopefully the weather is awesome. And just one time where I'm not forcing you to hang out with yeah. me because it's Mother's Day, you will do it willingly. And they were, okay. she was like, okay. And, and William okay. is yeah. He's okay. easier to guilt into things. I, yeah. he more, oh, he is a girl. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to guilt him. bribe her with something. You've got to be like, I will give you a pot of your own flowers mm-hmm. that you can I'm sure she'll find a way. I'm sure she'll find a way to to find some benefits on this. Of course she will, because she's smart. Um, Yeah, I don't want anything that says mom on it. I'm, yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Oh my God. Yeah. It's just, I just don't want it. Like, I know I'm a mom. I'm just not, I want something with moons on it. I'll take anything with moons on it. Okay. This is my first Mother's Day. So I told Anthony, I'm like, you know what? Extra special. Yeah, I want something. And we didn't do push presents because we did, uh, we re uh, put the entire part of our house back on our house. Welcome to adulting. the baby was born. Yep. So that was basically that's such a buzzkill. <laughs> insane. That's such a buzzkill. But you will you know be what, though? away though. Is, Michelle. No, I'm gonna tell you something. It's not a buzzkill because what I thought was all like structural work that was done in the back of our home, there was so much cosmetic to it. There were doors that had to be replaced. There was a door that wasn't functioning properly. Now our home just feels and looks so much better and different. So it's not... And you can use all those awesome attributes that we're never able to be taken advantage of. No. So it's the first time that I'm... I mean, it's beautiful. It makes for a perfect Mother's Day, but we won't be here. You're right. We are freaking going to um, Camp Wandawaga. So I'm sure there's a lot of Midwesterners tuning in and Chicagoans who have heard of Camp Wandawaga. Now, have you heard of it before? I have. I, okay. Yeah, because I remember when it first, like, I followed um, the Gold Digger podcast. What the hell is her name? Oh. I, she went there with a bunch of gals. That was one of the Jenna, first ones. Jenna Kutcher. Jenna Kutcher. And yeah. So she did like a little field trip there. I think that she did sort of like a women's weekend there. And it looked Very like cool. a grown-up version of The Parent Trap. Yeah, it's like, or like if you've ever seen Indian Summer, it's a great movie from the 90s. Wait, they go back to their childhood camp. Who's in that? Oh gosh, I, faces I would know, okay. names I don't remember. Okay. I don't know if I've seen um, that one. But Camp Wandawega is is located in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, which is about an hour and a half um, outside of Chicago. And I just did some quick research to see like what is the story here? Because I know a couple owns it. So in my mind, if I thought like if someone was like, "What do you think the story is behind Camp Wandaway guy?" I think that this this cool hipster couple decided to build on this yeah. campgrounds and created a camp. It's so not that at all. What like, is it? They, they okay. So Camp Wandawaga was originally like. It was a speakeasy. It was a brothel oh. for ladies in the night. It was where true crime, like um, organized crime members, would go hide out during the prohibition. Flappers. Wait, a little bit and before was that. it called Camp Wandawega? It was that like time? On, I think it was like on. I think the 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 the, the grounds, the grounds the or, like or whatever. Yes, as Wandawega or something. So it started. That is the start of how Camp Wandawega started. Wow, where was this property that people wanted to go like bootleg booze and whatnot? And there were and there was a madame there. Like it has some cool history to it. I had no idea. I had no idea. 
Then over the years, it was turned over, the church bought it, and then it was returned back and then for sale. And it is what it is to this day, because in sometime in like the 1950s, it became, or 19, yeah, 1950s, 60s, it became like a proper resort. Like it turned into like the resort to go to in Wisconsin. And then this couple who now handles Camp Wandawega, they've turned it basically into a Wes Anderson film where you go and like, it's like you feel like you're on set of a Wes Anderson film and you're glamping. I've seen pictures and it looks, I would totally do this with my friends or whoever. And, And it's for kids too. I mean, I know it looks like more like an adult playground, but kids are so encouraged to go. There's there's so much to do. They've got archery. You can throw um, axes or hatchets. Fun, fun. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. Great hiking. Um, but What's Michelle, the I food pop- situation in Camp Wandawega? How does that work? So that's a good question because what you can do, they have some provisions like at the little shop, but what you can do is a week before you arrive, you can order like huge charcuterie plates from a locally sourced grocery store that gets like all their milk and dairy and meats from like all the farmers around wow, there. That, I love that. And so awesome. So we skipped that deadline, but we're going to go to the grocery store where they procure all those provisions and we're going to kind of make our make own. Make your own. Yeah. So there's not a, t- you kind of, you're kind of glamping camping. So you have to kind of bring your thing. So we're, we've, the group of us have all, you know, decided yeah. to take one meal. Delegated, gave together. everyone their, their job. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. Fun. Uh, what will you be doing for Mother's? That's my Mother's Day weekend. What is yours? Um, we've got a baseball game this weekend. We don't have any soccer. I'm hoping for amazing weather and like, honestly, just like planting my garden. I don't know if you saw our friend Jen from Hook and Garden. She shared a funny sure reel about how next year she's going to garden. Well, yeah, she launched, she's launching her awesome shop, like juice, juice plant, bar, smoothie uh, shop. amazing shop that whatever Jen touches will be gonna turn freaking amazing. Can't oh, wait. We have to go. We have to go. We've got points. Seri- no, that's right. let's do it. But Let's I was laughing at a reel that she shared a couple of days ago about how next year she's going to try gar- gardening like in the fashion that I typically garden, which is in the I don't really give a fuck what I do. I just throw some tomato plants in and let them run. So that's what so I do. So that, I that is my idea of a perfect Mother's Day is okay. imperfect gardening with my family. Like that's the imperfect goal. Imperfect gardening. Yeah. I like Thank you. That could be like a book yeah. or a just handle. Came, Someone's you know going to steal that. It just came know? right here. Right here. Imperfect gardening. Yeah. Who cares? Throw some shit in the garden and see happens. what grows. Huh? What There's grows. the tagline right there. Boom. See what grows. Boom and boom. Um, so I wanted to go over what we're watching, reading, and listening okay. to. But this was a quick turnaround. So I don't have a ton to report. But I will say that I have been able to sneak in a little bit more Hoda and Jenna than usual. Good. Because um, I've kind of created a little time to do that. Because it is like my one of my favorite things to do in the morning. And even before baby, like I would just sit, work, and like they would be my friends. And now I've got someone else to take care of. So we've kind of devised a little plan there, but you asked you asked me yesterday if I was watching Hoda and Jenna, and I'm wondering, are you talking about the segment where Ho- where Jenna confessed to the viewers? I know that her and Hoda had already had this discussion, but that um, Jenna was crying because she felt um, bad about how she was not there for for Hoda. I Did didn't you, that know. You were, I but okay. maybe that was on the tail end of their conversation that I okay. caught. So what they started out talking about was the term, the 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 concept of being like brutally honest. Yes. 
Okay, so that is the segment that, that? I'm so talking. I caught you, maybe the front end, them, and you, yeah, you saw the, the tail end. end. Okay, I, yeah. So the the concept of this term, like, bru- I'm going to be brutally honest with you, and they were kind of saying, like, "Whoa, sounds like there might be some hurt feelings on the receiver's end of that, or something." Yeah, right there, know, like, it's the delivery. Right there, that's that first introduction into what that person is going to say falls under the getting an F for how you're saying it. If you're like going to lead one, in with that, you know it. Yeah. That one is great. like this one is that and like not to offend you or yeah. don't get mad. Yeah, I'm gonna, you know, or it's this like, is well, this why? might this <laughs> might bother you, but I have to say it. It's like, well, do we have to? I mean, unless unless it's like good for their like mental health or their well being. But if you're gonna just do it to be an asshole again, like with the bru- like when people are like, that's my truth. Well, and, and that's like, what and this is what I loved what Jenna was saying, or maybe it was Hoda. You know, maybe that's your truth, mean friend or person that's about to say that thing that's not very nice. But that's not maybe that's not the person's truth that you're delivering that right. to. And that's where the disconnect is. And maybe some people should keep their truths kept to close to themselves sometimes. I completely and agree I was like, yes, Jenna and Hoda, nailing it on every single point. Thank you for saying that. So, <clears throat> excuse me, going from that conversation, what came out of that was, so you missed the whole part where Jenna like tears squirt out of her eyes. Yes, because I you probably saw a squirrel and I had to go run outside. A squirrel, it. Okay, like <laughs> hopping bunnies. So what happened was they were talking about being honest and and then they started segueing their conversation about in a good friendship, you have to have honesty with one another. Mm. Like that is part of being good friends. And Jenna started to talk about, she's like, well, there was that time and and Hodo goes, wow, you're going to you're going to share that. And Jenna's like, I think I should. I think I should share this with the viewers. And waterworks just immediately started coming out of Ho- uh, Jenna's eyes because, you know, Hoda was missing for some time, sometime last month when her daughter fell ill. Mm-hmm. There were no details that were ever given, but Hoda's daughter became sick and she had to leave and tend to her. Um, and I guess Jenna, she shared with the audience that she had, she felt that she was not there for Hoda and that she didn't know how to be there for Hoda. And she felt heartbroken about it. And she and what said it- to Hoda, this they they already had had this conversation when when she was sharing with her with her viewers. But Hoda said it meant more than she would ever know that she acknowledged. I don't think Hoda was like mad. Maybe she was. They didn't really share that. But Hoda said it meant so much for Jenna to come to her and share with her that that's how she felt. She felt that she was not there for her friend. Jenna said this to Hoda. I was not there for you. And I didn't know how to be there. And I feel awful about it. And Hoda being Hoda is so fucking cool and open and receiving of good people. I don't know. All I know is that I'm obsessed with Jenna and Hoda. And I love that they share that kind of that part of their friendship with the with the viewers, I have really grown to love how that show is Same. operated. It's not just like a here's what's going no. on in the news. They share some really beautiful sentiments there, and I, I really um, admire Jenna for sharing that because it's hard to admit when you're not there for someone. It is. It is, and it's okay. Well, to acknowledge that and then figure out how can I show up better the next time around. Yeah, I mean, I'm feeling compelled to talk about how I wasn't there for you when you first had the baby in in ways that you needed me. (laughs) I know, but I mean, it was something that I, I maybe wasn't even super aware of, and Mm -hmm. it took you to say something to me for me to be 
so I knew like what you needed. I, but then after having that kind of hard conversation, but really honest, like, um, like I, there, I've never like been like, I'm, I'm mad at Lauren for being honest and real in our situation. Like, (laughs) you you know what I'm saying? Like it always has been proven to be a, like a really beneficial, like growth point for us. Yeah. But that is an area that I think that you actually like Jenna, um, are brave and excel in. And that would be an area that I need to be, um, better at personally myself. And let me just put it this way. The only reason why I wanted you there for me is because you're needy when you're a new mom. And I wanted you to be that person. Yeah. I wanted you to, I wanted to hang out. I wanted you to come over with some fucking lasagna and be like, yeah. let's hang out and talk. But don't worry, there'll be more Didn't times show up, for guys. Didn't come. That's okay. Don't, wasn't don't go. There. Be- <laughs> wasn't there. It's okay. I lost seven nights of Listeners sleep. Listeners are probably like, that's so weird. We thought you would have been. Not <laughs> and now let's hear a word from our sponsor. Thank you for joining us over here at Cozy Conversations. We are honored to be part of your regular podcast lineup. And if it wasn't already evident, we really love creating cozy content for you. You guys, we are so excited to share that we are offering a monthly subscription to The Sister Project over at anchor.com, our super cool hosting platform. We are dazzled by their initiative to support creators and their platform, so we signed ourselves up. But here's the twist. Our content is and always will be free. And to top it off, we're crazy, so we have plans to create even more. What we're doing is hopping on the content creator bandwagon and opening up space for you to support our small business because in a way, we're like your virtual cozy cup of coffee. If you're interested in learning more, head to the anchor.com link in our show notes. And P.S. Whether you decide to subscribe or not, we are just so grateful that you are tuning in. And now, back to our cozy conversation. Okay, switching gears a little bit. They did go from talking about friendships on today's show. Hoda and Jenna were talking about the scandal. So it's the Vanderpump Rules scandal. I, I'm upset. The fact that this have you been show, keeping up with the show? Oh, I've been. I'm on it. Okay, I'm good. On it. But this is you don't even have to know what's going on in the show. I'll give you like a, a brief Cliff's Notes version of the now. So what's happening right now is that. The characters here, not characters, these are people. Ariana and Tom are in a 10-year relationship. Ariana's grandmother dies, so she goes home to tend to the funeral stuff. And that's and when Tom, all the shenanigans happen. Tom, her, her, her living boyfriend, has his friend Tom over, and then like her best friend, R- Raquel, over for a night of drinking and then hot tubbing. Oh. And well, then I mean, that's, they're just getting lubed up for oh, a bang session. Right. That's just literally like all of the building blocks to insertion. That is what that I mean, is. I'm thinking like young body in bikini. <laughs> his boner is already trying to like get through but his He's got the, um, the, uh, the patio umbrella sitting on that boner. I, know. I mean, <laughs> well, because, and we have to understand the reason why we talk about that like this is because they have opened up Ariana and Tom that they don't have sex a lot. So my point is about the whole boner is that he's just opening up this like, oh, my my girlfriend's gone and yeah. there's this beautiful young uh-huh. woman in my home and my hot tub. In any case, she sleeps over at the house and she goes, she turns up late for work and explains to her boss why I slept over at Sandoval's house. 
And everyone's kind of like weirded out about it. She even tells at one point. So they were Ariana open right out of the gates about it, or was it yes, a secret? But nothing happened. No, they, well, there was a, at first he lied about it, and then he's like, fine, she did sleep over. Oh, nothing happened. Red flag but, number but, 803. Well, right. Yeah, if you're lying in the first place. Now, here is the debate. And Hoda and Jenna were talking about it. Is it ever okay if your single friend, and they did say it like that, your single friend spends the night at your home with your partner if you're not there. And I think there are so many ways to dissect this because Anthony's best friend is a female mm-hmm. and I'm sure she has slept over in her home and I would be a hundred percent, a thousand, A-okay if Meredith took had a nightcap with Anthony and took a snooze on the couch. Yeah. And I was not home. Um, now in my 20s, <laughs> Anthony has a friend sleepover. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, right? Yeah. But I, I don't know. I feel like, but and, and on the show, Hoda and Jen were like, no, it is never okay for your girlfriend to be sleeping over. I mean, if I think your single girlfriend, I kind of puts a, it kind of demonizes single women, to be honest. I think it's kind of bullshit. It's like, what, you're just because she's single, she's going to want to bang your guy? I don't necessarily, like, maybe, don't actually, maybe they just are more aware of the fact that the male can't control his <laughs> loins and will try to fuck anything <laughs> that hangs out in the house. Tango. It takes I'm sorry. Two, two I mean, tango. I also think it depends on the situation. If my single totally. best friend stayed over at my house with my husband right now, I could give two fuck. <laughs> <laughs> They'd probably have 13 white claws no, and then I, go nana, okay? You know what I'm saying? Because what, what is nana code for sleep? It's night night. <laughs> You'll get to that point. You're not Me. quite there yet. You want to go Me. nana? <laughs> well, okay, that is amazing. Um, yeah, I kind of I think it all is circumstantial. I think in this case, if in this particular case, knowing that Raquel does like to kind of like, she has admitted to like kind of stepping in between couples. Mm-hmm. This would be a gigantic red flag for me. And Ariana's so sweet and so cool. She's just kind of like, oh, that's so nice that you slept on the couch. I hope that you could, she even said you could have slept in the guest bedroom. I have a feeling she slept in your bedroom. Hunt, do you have a feel? What do you have a psychic hunch? Of course. <laughs> Of course she did. But this brings me to one of the shows that I'm watching still. I'm almost through the first season of Firefly Lane. And there is like obviously a breakdown in a marriage, but they have a very much a like a triangle friend, husband, two best friends situation. And, you know, things happen and it just, it's tough, you know, you do it brings me back to one of my favorite movies, mm. Little Children. Although it's not Friends, but Little Children, Suburbanites at the pool, looking around, feeling horny. You going know, for the guy. Looking, Who was the guy? Who was the guy? Who was the that one? That Hawkeye Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah. No, you know, from, not Patrick no, Stewart. No, that's the guy from Star Trek. No. It's Kate Winslet. I know who you're talking and about. You loved him. He's super, well, he's so handsome. Like, he, honestly, when I see him, I'm like, you are literally a perfect, perfect specimen. specimen. He really is Patrick Wilson. Patrick I don't know Wilson. what, what happened to him? about him. Where's he been? I don't know. I don't Where's know. Where's he been hiding? And Jennifer Conley, it's one of my favorite summertime movies, although it's one of the most fucked up movies. It's There's a lot of weird layers there, but it's just so good because it's all at like the pool. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's nostalgia. There's season. some nostalgia. Yep. Which you'll be happy to know we just signed up. So you're a member again. Member. You're, an, <laughs> you're, a, you're a fake member. Remember that summer ride? Like, yeah. Michelle, I would just like walk in with like a pit cooler. No, it like, was very bold. Why would I? You were do obnoxious. That? You were obnoxious. And then some woman was like 
do you, are you a member? I'm like, yeah, I'm Nicole. I mean, Lauren, but I used to be. Yeah, my middle name is Liar. (laughs) My middle name is Liar Pants on Fire Turnaround. I I was so desperate for like a pool vibe. No, no need anymore. No need. Um, Okay, so, and then another favorite movie of of mine that we put on uh, the other night that I fell asleep to like six minutes in is Stand By Me. Oh, that's a great one. Isn't it? It's just another good summer Great summer fucked up, hard, wonderful story. So good. Yeah, it's, it is hard, actually, as I was watching it. It's a tough one. one. You know, Mouth, Corey Feldman is that Mouth yeah. from... So he's no, like Corey Feldman that. is Mouth from Goonies. Yeah, so he, you know, they talk about like how his dad's an alcoholic ex-vet, and or vet, rather, and he abuses him, and he put his ear to an oven or a stove, yeah. and it's kind of like, you know, as a kid, you don't realize the depth of, like, abuse that is, yeah. and I was a, as now a mom and a, an, an adult watching, you're like, that's so fucking sad. It is, it's heavy. Um, the, it's based, I want to read the book, though, The Body. That's who it's, mm-hmm. that's, it's Steve, The Body yeah. by Stephen King. I think I'm going to pick that up. No, I'm not going to touch um, that one with a 12-foot pole. You know, yeah. But we, Ryan and I started watching Jury Duty last night, and okay, we are so me, thrilled me, by this tell recommendation. Me, tell me, it's How ridiculous. It? It's hilarious. It's, it's adorable. It is. It is <laughs> such a great comedic filler. Like I'm so happy good. to hear this because it's so good. You guys, Jury Duty, Amazon Prime. I honestly think it's for kids too. 100%. I think kids, like, your kids can watch it and have a laugh. It's maybe. like it falls in that goofy. like office sort of modern <laughs> family-ish ridiculousness. And James Marsden, uh, so I'm assuming he's so he good. Great? He's so funny. Right? I love him. It's the paparazzi to come to hopefully <laughs> so he doesn't have to do jury duty because people know him. I lo- I've never loved someone play themselves more than James Marsden so play himself. So good. So good. It's, Highly recommended. He's so good. Yeah. Um, listening to, I'm not listening to much. In fact, I had some time to like listen to a podcast and I was like going to do some self-help bullshit or like business stuff. And I was like, I just need my hygge, which is true crime. Mm. So I went back to Morbid. I taught, I listened to about some like 17 year old girl get murdered. I know. I know, but there's something that's just so that's the it June scratch the itch that you needed. You that's what you itchy. needed in that moment. It was itchy, but I wanted to hear you. I know that you listened to um, Diane von Versenberg. Yes, is that right, Ju- Julia Lou? Ju- I want to say Julia Louis Dreyfus. Correct, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yes, wiser than me podcast. Well, for it's a tongue twister for me <laughs> the couple podcasts ago, but I've been practicing until now. I just wanted just to declare JLD. Yes, had JLD. Um, VF. Oh God. She had Diane von Furstenberg. Yes. I just have to say to women across the land, they need to listen to this podcast because the wisdom and the knowledge and the nuggets that you gain from hearing the perspective of these amazing, remarkable women like Diane von Furstenberg. Did you know that Diane von Furstenberg's mother survived Auschwitz? After the that. war ended, she went home. She weighed 44 pounds. Didn't know that detail. Okay. I'm not surprised. Jesus. The doctors, no. her family nursed her back to health. Yeah. By six months, the mom, uh, Diane's mother had recovered from surviving a concentration Starvation. camp. Yeah. And uh, abuse. God, I can't. The doctors horror. told her, you cannot ha- carry a child for two years, you will die and your child will not be okay. 
and Diane was conceived and born within 15 months of being home from the war. So from her mom, her mom did not go to the 24 months. She went to basically, she she waited a year and a half. And the point is, is Diane von Furstenberg is very much meant to be here on this planet to do what what she does. It's, It's remarkable. And I just, I love Julia Louis-Dreyfus is the, she's such a great conversation. She's so chill and real and she swears and she's just a I cool love bitch. JLD, I worship her. JLD is cool. She is very cool. I like her. Um, I read a quickie in Vanity Fair about um, Diane von Versberg to prep for this, uh, this conversation today. And she talks about like taking selfies in the mirror and how important they are because it celebrates who you are. It celebrates that you're alive. It's your image. It's you. You're standing there. Mm-hmm. And she talks about being, I think she's 75. Uh, she's in her mid to late seventies. And oh, by the way, I have, I've been meaning to do this. Remember that show, Almost Australian, I told you yeah. about with Miriam um, Margulies, yeah. I think is her name. And I was like, oh, she's 60 years old. She's going on this road trip. She's 80, you guys. So I need to go back. And wow. I forgot yet. Yeah, this is an 80 year old woman doing this kind. And that's why she and, was so inspiring. And those are the stories I love to hear. The, she's in the later years of her life. And she's, she's really going on that adventure. But back to Diane. Um, she talks about like the skin that she's in and that she she doesn't feel like she's 75. She just feels alive. Like she is just alive. Well, she And I think coming from what the story you just shared with us, my goodness. Well, her just her perspective on being alive. Like she, I think it was her conversation where Julie, uh, she JLD always asks the guests how old they are. And I think Diane was the one that said, you know what? I hate that. It, it, she wasn't like, I hate that. She was like, you know what? Instead of asking how old people are, we should yeah. ask people how long they've lived. Oh, I love that. You know, and I'm like, I really, and, because how old is, you know, it's yeah, the thing. How they're long like, have you lived in all of the things that you're doing? I just, her perspective is, um, it's one not to miss for sure. Incredible and conversation. Is, what is the name of the podcast? Wiser again? Than Me. Why? And I think new episodes drop every Tuesday and I wait for them. Like I used to wait for like, I don't know, a goop pod. I was like that, that's how excited I was. You were it. kind of an... Excuse me. You were kind of into goop there for a while, I got, weren't I, you? Yeah, and I got bored. You know what? I I got I like hearing honestly. I like to hear Gwyneth's conversations with some of um the celebs that she chats with. But I kind of got bored with everything else. I there's so much of how we can live well and do well. It was like too much. It's like oh, it's a little over. It's yeah. It's like yeah. overwhelming. Kind of just she was moved on from that. She was kind of in the news again today, not today, this past, the past few days, uh, Gwen Paltrow, because she's talking about her sex life with Brad and Ben Affleck. Yeah, very complimentary. And she described Ben Affleck as being, and I quote, technically excellent. I mean, that to me. That, like, is, I'm so curious. Now I need more details. I know. Well, that might change your view of, of Ben. No, I still think that he is such a curmudgeon. There was the, just, just today, there was a new video of, of, of J J Lo, Jennifer Lopez, and Ben Affleck on the red carpet for her new movie, Mother or The Mother. Yeah. Um, I believe it's on Netflix. And um they're fighting. They're arguing. He he's grumpy looking. Like I, he just needs to get a cigarette and his iced coffee and just stay at home. Let the guy have forever. a cig. Let him have a cig and it'll be better. I have all of the cigs because honestly, it's the only time that he appears to be at ease yeah. and calm. 
he is so grumpy all of the time. And I, and I do not find him to be, I, I, I just don't find him to be attractive. Mm. And I think it's because he's a little grumpy, but I also think it's because he's trying to like beat the time clock where he's trying to reverse everything. Yeah, I think he's getting Botox in his hairline. It's just a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. So yeah, there's that. Um, there's a new TikTok trend coming about. One of my favorite things about TikTok is that you do, uh, Michelle, do you ever go on it? No, God, I would say shouldn't. that I don't go on social media more than I do, which will be the demise of the sister project. <laughs> wait, 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 what is that? I just don't go on social media. Like I watch my friends, like the, my, I know. you know, my, um, yeah, uh, I can't even remember their names. Doesn't matter. I watch. Yeah, I, but those are your friends. I watch you go and my watch friends their shit and, and, then, and then I go and do what I want. I know. Well, TikTok is my nighttime thing. Like it's I like get the it. baby's down or putting her down. And the, I just, the, the, the the recipes are insane and they're so doable. And there's this new recipe, just a lot. And I follow a lot of salads people. So a lot of salads, but I came across, you know, there was that viral trend of the ice cream in the um, fruit, the fruits uh, roll up. Remember that trend? There was an, there was a trend of fruit. It was fruit roll ups. Take a fruit roll up and put ice cream in it and roll and it up. Freeze with the ice it. Cream inside. No, it doesn't. You don't even need to freeze it. You just eat it. And the roll up kind of crackles in your mouth. Oh. It seems very ASMR satisfying. Yeah. That one seemed kind of cool. Might do it this summer, but this one, this one has my mouth watering. It's literally fried cheese and a pickle. It's basically like a pig in the blanket, yep. but the pig is the pickle, pickle and, cheese and blanket. the blanket is fried cheese. You literally just put oil in a pan. You fry up some cheese. This woman in particular loves provolone and mozzarella. But it's appeared to be that any cheese goes. You could use pepper jack. You could, you could use shredded You could have a lot of fun with yeah. this. You could do whatever you want, but this was her pre- her preference. And then you get it, you fry it. like you just. It's almost like a crepe, like a cheese fried crepe pancake, flip it over, fry it up, take it out, put that little spear or dill pickle in there, roll it up. And literally my mouth, I'm salivating. Now, what do you think? Gross? No, I watched them. I, because Doesn't I pre- sound they good? looked incredible and it kind of reminded me of how Amber Lancaster would start her fried her cheese fried eggs. Egg. Fr- yes. Remember she'd put the, it, the trick is to get the cheese bubbly all the way through the middle. So it's like crispy and brown. Yeah, yeah, brown like burnt, and cheese. it's like a crunch attack. Like yes, better same. Than burnt totally cheese. agree. No, I will totally. I could totally do this, and will do this. So as we move on from food, we're going to move into our cozy mind for well being. Mm. And you now every episode we end with like, what are we doing to like satiate goodness in our lives that make us feel cozy and happy? And, I, and my first thing I was going to say was that you know I'm taking a friend's weekend this week. I'm going with Maggie and Patrick oh, yeah. and their partners and our baby. We're going to go to camp and whatnot, but. You know what? That's obviously part of it. But I want to add on two things. I'm going to try, this seems so satisfying to me, this fried cheese pickle thing. But there's two other things that I'm dreaming about. I need a chocolate malt in my life sometime soon. And I need some cheese curds. Yum. And we're going to Wisconsin. And I'm thinking that that's going to be... <laughs> You're going to get the cheese curds. Readily available. No problem. <laughs> And then, you know, like in Wisconsin, there's like those ice cream shops on the corner on the side of the road where you get like a blueberry sundae. That's where I will find my mom. You've already manifested it. Just consider this it happening. done. Just consider it done. Prepare. And Michelle, what about you? What is your cozy mindful well Well, if I wanted to get a little ice cream treat, I could just walk outside my door at any moment because the motherfucking ice cream man oh, is truck. riding up and down the street. We can hear him from miles away. Okay. It is one of the best sounds in the entire world. 
world. It's a little haunting. And I think it just looks when he drives by, I go, lower the music just a tish. (laughs) It's frightening. It's frightening. It's scaring the kids. Okay. What would you get if you did go to the ice cream truck? The chocolate chip cookie sandwich. That's my my go-to. That's your thing. That is my go-to. Wow. I would have, I'm so sad, but Choco Tacos. Choco Tacos, never got one, but the kids, they're gone. They're gone. They cease to exist. It's actually really heartbreaking. But so since I couldn't get that, I'd probably get one of those cool ice cream bars that have like the brownie all the way around it. It's like almost like crumbles. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about and I don't like that one at all. Or a Magnum. What? Don't you have to get that in a special aisle at Walgreens? (laughs) (laughs) Is it a Magna? No, a Magnum. It's the chocolate chocolate covered ice cream bar. Oh, okay. Sometimes it's got that caramel filler. Yum. Now that I would get. That I would get. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. No. You're not getting, any of those. not getting any ribbed condoms no. at the ice cream. No, no, man. Okay, so what's your cozy? So then, what is your cozy? My cozy well being. Well, this week has been walking on a whim. It's been nice. The weather's been great. I'm like, walking you know what? on a whim. Yeah, walking on a whim or Wonderland. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Before you and I chatted, I had like, no, before I had an earlier meeting, I had like 50 minutes and I was like, you know what? Let's go walk on a whim. And so I did. And walk on a whim. And if I get an opportunity later to walk on a whim, I might walk on a whim again. Just trying to find. Other areas that I can spend doing things like that, other rather than I don't know, maybe doing things that are a waste of time or not really. Every morning we've been not every morning. I would say three to four times of the days of the week, we wake up, we change our diaper, we do our thing, and we go on a family jaunt. Lovely. And Anthony just does he carry her, or is she in the thing in the sack? This morning he just carries her. I bring my iced coffee, and we walk around the park. And it's a lovely way to begin our day as a little unit, absolutely, a little family. That's not happening here. I'll tell you that much right now. (laughs) Like, got your lunch sack. Don't forget to brush your teeth if you smelled your breath. You know. All right, you guys. What a great, great Great conversation. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right, all you yahoos out there, we <laughs> hope you stay cozy. Don't forget to get your cozy, mindful well-being is whatever that looks like. Make the time to do that. And as always, stay cozy, everybody. As sisters and business partners, we have had our fair share of challenges that have left us feeling overwhelmed and ill-prepared. Right, like that time that you realized that mom never set up her estate. Yeah, just like that. And I don't ever want to repeat that with my own kids. Same, Michelle. Hard stuff like estate planning and business startups come with a huge amount of responsibility and overwhelm. In fact, oftentimes, acquiring a sense of peace and preparedness while navigating life's challenges can actually be really difficult without any guidance and support. It really can, and also the reason why everyone on planet Earth needs an attorney at law like Stephanie Posey of Posey Law Group, LLC in their back pocket. Stephanie offers empathetic legal advice and is as collaborative as she is entrepreneurial in spirit. She also happens to look at estate planning like it is a love letter to Mm. your family, which is honestly a breath of fresh air. It is. I love that. Whether you are taking a risk to crush your small business dreams, selling a home, or navigating the heartbreak and relief of life transitions while bravely facing big questions about your legacy, Posey Law Group LLC is here to guide you through life's sometimes most overwhelming moments with grace and empathy. For more information on Stephanie Posey and Posey Law Group LLC, please visit www.poseylawgroup.com. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of the Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at, at the Sister Proj and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. 
Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy. Stay cozy.